My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. That stands for L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, uh, which stands for L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, a.k.a. Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. How are you? Exhausted after that introduction. I didn't realize that L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T stands uh-huh. for L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Well, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T stands for... The acronym L W A F L M O Y T. Oh, I got it. It's short for L W A F hyphen L M O Y T. Uh huh. Because okay. we are going to watch a full length movie on YouTube with me and Carl. And yeah. uh, we're very excited. We want you to go to YouTube. We're going to tell you the movie and we want you to listen to the podcast and watch the movie at the same time. We do have a podcast. It's by our acronym. That's the reason why we start the show like that. We want to make sure you remember the roll off your tongue. L W A F L M O I T. We are also streaming first 
on mutinyradio.fm every Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. San Francisco time. And uh, you can listen to us there and watch the movie uh, in real time. And uh, you can also go to mutinyradio.fm to the podcast archive and check out one of the many four, over 400 shows, Carl, for the last four or wow. five years Holy cow. Uh, that we've done uh, on Muni Radio. And you could also donate to them at Venmo at Muni Radio. Carl, what is the movie we're going to see today? Okay, we are going to see The Zoo Gang 1985. The Zoo Gang 1985. <laughs> yep. What's strange is, what, okay, we like the, the channel Floyd Royce. But when you search, it's going to say Fun AI DVD video title one, The Zoo Gang. It's a strange way to search for it. But Well, it sounds like Fun fun AI, AI is one word, but I, it could be like a production company or, yeah. or who could knows. Be. Maybe it's like my, my cool DVD collection. Now, they have 108 thumbs up and no thumbs down. That's very promising. That's very promising. Thank you, Floyd. I just subscribed to you. Uh, go ahead. So here's what we want you to do. We want you to type in Fun Eye. That's F-U-N-A-I. DVD, video, title one. And title one, of course, is one word. The and Zoo number. Gang. And, uh, yeah, the number one, of course. That's what I meant to say. And then that's, of course, courtesy of our good friend, Floyd Royce. Uh, but when you get to it, Hit the pause button immediately. Make sure your timer, pull it back to zero, zero, zero. And we're going to do a countdown. And at the countdown, you'll hit it with us at the same time and watch and experience the movie with us at the same time. Oh, I'm really excited uh, because this week's comedy, comedian, celebrity <laughs> countdown celebrity. is probably the best <laughs> by far. Here is that particular person with Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... Celebrity Comedian Countdown with Aaron Wahlberg, ladies and gentlemen. Aaron Wahlberg. Hey, how's it going? Very good. I really think that you are one of the best Jersey comedians. And you have very relatable humor. It's like, you know, family humor. And it's about your young children. Do you consider yourself a Jersey comedian? Yeah, I consider myself a Jersey comedian. I mean, I started in Jersey. I do most of my comedy in Jersey. I'm a Jersey girl. Yeah, stay-at-home mom, just taking all the material from the little monsters that I can. So you run a room in North Bergen, the Wawa Social Club, and you even have the nickname Mama Wawa. I do, I do, and I don't know how it happened. Somehow I take over this uh, random social club, start doing comedy there, and I am labeled the Mama once again. Uh, but it's a good time. We've taken a little bit of a hit with um, COVID and shutdowns, but we're hoping to get things up and popping again soon. It's, uh, I just stumbled into it. But they pulled you in and made you a member, right? They did. Uh, they did not even <laughs> consult me. I just got a text saying, we voted on it last night and you're a member now. But it's an important membership because it's a historic membership, right? That's correct. They've been around 100 years and I am the very first female member. Wow. Hello. All right, you get it. Well, those of you that don't, get ready. You think you're tired now, you don't know. You don't know tired. It is so hard. I am so tired. I'm jealous of people in comas. <laughs> I'm so jealous. It looks so nice. 
Rosa. Check out Erin Wahlberg on Facebook and on Instagram. She's Erin.W-O-H-L-Z, Erin.Walls. And we're going to watch today um, the, the Zoo Gang. So why don't you count us down for people at home? You bet. Um, celebrity countdown for the Zoo Gang in four, three, two, one, go. Zoop, zoop, barcode, zip, zip, zip. Well, that looks like a, oh no, it's it's Donald Trump. Go away, you are <laughs> Oh, New World. Ah, New World new video. World. Right, established by Christopher Columbus in 1442. 1442? 1492. 1492. <laughs> it was 15 years before he discovered America. <laughs> he knew what was to come. He, uh, so how did he discover America? Well, he sailed from the across the Atlantic Ocean, uh, and he was totally gonna, you know, he knew the world was round, so he was going to sail to India. But of course, we know that the world was not round; it was flat, and so he bumped into America instead. Right, because of the flat Earth. Right. Now this is Arizona. Oh. Yeah. Indeed. Okay. See that guy there? His name is Danny, and, and he's like making a joke with the motorcycle guy. And the motorcycle guy, his name is uh, Harden, and he's visiting in town. And he doesn't know, but he's about to bump into the cast members that he will be with throughout the film. Girls like him. See that? Yeah. So he's kind of like our uh, avatar. Yes. Hmm. Jackie Earl Haley. Whoa! He almost hit a fellow cast member who is in family <laughs> ties. Who's in family oh ties. Oh my God, right. He's a comedian. Yeah, this is his first movie. Uh, his name's Mark Prince, and he yes. was Skippy. Skippy, of course. Yeah. Skippy had a long comedy career. Yes, that's absolutely right. He is a total comedian. And um, when he got famous on, like, TV and such, he said, you know, most comedians, like, uh, they kind of quit comedy. Not him. Not him. He stuck with it uh, for years. Right. And people will bring him up as his character's name sometimes. Not really, yeah. but he'll be always promoted as that. Skippy. I'm the fire marshal, see? Listen, when White Snake shows up, no pyrotechnics, okay? It's too soon. It's too soon. You're right. It's the fire marshal. I don't know why he's wearing his helmet, I guess, to be official. And That's he's, how I knew. He's limiting them to a uh, capacity of 40. But when they leave, Kate will change that to, say, 400. Oh, my God. She's homicidal. So not even before the credits end, we know she's a sociopath. You saw Men in Hats there, right? Yeah, I love Men in Hats. And we're going to see that again. Yeah. Isn't it strange? That's how the album starts off. Isn't it just like me? It's like a 40 second song you have to listen to. And then you can get to the safety dance. Just like me. What? Yeah, refresh my memory. Something in the fire. 
the final hour. And then it I ends. I totally it. know that song, but you're singing it so bad that I can't think of it. Well, Isn't because of legal reasons. If they're just like me, uh, right, right. Burn in a fire, the final hour, something like that. I used to love that record. Oh, uh, yeah. Antarctica and uh, oh, I right. like when they talk real loud. Okay. <laughs> Behind Kate, who's our ringleader, the head yeah. of the boys there, head of the kids, is Ben Vereen. Ben Vereen, the other, uh, is he the, so he's the star. He said starring Ben Vereen in this. Well, he is not the star of the film. He's a supporting act character, but as you and I know, he's the biggest star in this film. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this is the 80s, so he was still, he was doing all that jazz. He was doing 10 Speed and Brown Shoe, which is available the, on streaming services. Right. Yeah. And now you see how thin Danny turns into stunt guy. Oh, we kind of missed it. Oh, that was the stunt guy there? So Nook has stunt guy, yeah. Nook has become the zoo. Why would you call it Nook? Oh, I did it all for my bar. The, my bar. He's the uncoolest kid, and he's their ringleader. This is the best bar mitzvah ever. Yeah, right. Thanks for coming to my bar mitzvah. I've got, uh, what's the band? Yikes. They're totally lip syncing, by the way. You can absolutely tell. Love it. I lost my head when I got horny. <laughs> so this is like weird. Like it's it's not a bar, right? You see how the little kid's smoking, right? Yeah, it, it's not a bar. It's like a, but it's a Arcade. place for the fifteen-year-olds to get together. It's kind of like a fantasy. There'd never be a place like this. But like a juice bar, right? Like right. They get some grass, uh, wheatgrass, and uh, cranberry juice. Well, you know, we only ever see somebody ordering hot dog. That's all we ever see. Well, I saw that giant hot dog. Oh, that dog? No, that dog will die. No. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it will. Uh -huh. I'm not even going to bother to look. I'll he was it. in the book Hollywood Dogs That Die. <laughs> there was a, oh, the pictorial? So gruesome. I remember that shot. A car hit him. There's Skippy. Can you imagine? Like, so, I'm so sorry I ran over your dog. <laughs> it wasn't my dog. It's the dog from Frasier. What? Eddie? Oh, I'm an Eddie killer. You're not just a dog killer. It was the dog from Mr. Accident. <laughs> the dog from the mask? No. What a dog. Okay, he's ordering a hot dog. And he yes. says, hold the bun because he's losing weight. And he goes, I'll order two hot dogs if you hold my buns. <laughs> Can't resist. Why is he Eric, his buns? His buns. That must be a pinball machine. His buns are on the uh, bar counter right now. Now you see how they licked fingers and touched. That's what they do every yeah. time there's a bet. Oh yeah. So hey. Kate just bet her, and her name is 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 is. Yeah. Her name is Gina. Kate just bet Gina that she can get the new kid to dance. But he's in the middle of the game. Oh, Gina is her real name. Gina Batiste. Her <laughs> okay, name is Gina. Bobby in this in the script. Bobby Gina. Gina Bobby. 
She was in the Zoo Gang Starlight, a musical movie in 88 and old enough in 84, and then she went away. Did you think Starlight was the Starlight Express? I don't know. It says Starlight, a musical movie Express? in 88. Oh, it would say like Starlight Express to play the movie. I don't think it was that. I think I don't think she was in any these are all B films, right? The the Zoo Gang. Yeah. Old enough. Look at the reflection of the pinball. That's my so, favorite uh, Williams game. That's very creative of the director to do a reflection in the pinball machine. Now, Mike, you notice everybody's having a good time. Everybody's having fun. But who should show right. up? Oh, it's the Jerk Brothers. Yeah. Look at the devil themselves. <laughs> they got this, the flaming skull. That's right. This place, like, they don't sell booze here. They just sell Royal Coil... Uh, Cola, yeah. Cola. Royal Crown. What's Royal Crown, I was gonna say. Royal Cola Crown. Have you had their cherry cola? Uh, uh their C R C? Oh, it's really good. <laughs> That's my favorite. It's like cola yeah. sugar and a little caffeine. It's hard to open it, but it pop. Uh it's wet and red, and then and then uh, you drink it. Okay, so Ooh, he decked the fuck out of that guy. Yeah. So are you ready? Are Fight. The Donnelly brothers. Uh -huh. And their father owns like a used car lot in town. And these guys are just coming in to be jerks. And so Kate's standing her ground and saying, get out. Now, little Joe here, his name's Jack. You know him, Jackie Haley. He was in Breaking Away. That's how I know him. But he was also oh. in Bad News Bears, one of your favorite films. Well, listen, man, he's done a lot of films. He was in oh, Dark yeah. Shadows. He was in uh, Watchmen. Right, he had a he had a second career, and he, uh, he did uh, he played Freddy Krueger once. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the story was he uh, he retired not retired from from acting, but he he went into video production, and uh -huh. years later he got a role. I think it was like Little Children or something like that, where he's kind of the creep, the predator creep of the neighborhood. Uh huh. And uh, he got nominated for an Oscar, and he got the second career win, uh, and he played Rorschach in uh watchman the movie right and i remember him from uh the the um shutter island the martin scorsese film although he didn't have a big role he was just one of the crazy people yeah spoil the ending of that movie he he was in lincoln steven spielberg's lincoln he was he played uh john wells booth he uh played he played Chicken george oh oh well see that's a that's a good role <laughs> Ben Vereen actually was Chicken George. That's why I bring it up. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear you. I thought you said he played as someone else. No, I'm just kidding. He wasn't in Roots. Do you know him? He was in, gosh, uh, you already. we already mentioned maybe all of them. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I know who he is. I just never seen him in this movie. Listen, the reason why I, I suggested this movie, Victor's movie, is that after watching Playing for Keeps, yeah, which is about a bunch of just kind of privileged little young brats who uh, get handed a deed and open up a rock hotel in the right. like Vermont or what have you, was written and directed by Bob and Harvey Weinstein. And then I see this film and it's like a bunch of like little privileged kids again. And they have a place. Right, exactly. Look at Haley. But man, unlike Playing for Keeps, we don't see them uh, pulling it all together, but for five minutes. Uh, on It's opening night. It's opening night. So, Mr. Cool Kid, who's the yeah, new the, the, kid the in town, he has right. essentially 
done the heavy lifting of kicking out the Donnelly brothers. Oh, you said you're, the Donnelly mother is coming. Run! Now, Kate and him like each other, but that's the kind of thing, right? You always pretend not to like the girl when you're young. It's so 80s. Yeah. So what's the man? Yeah, zoo gang. We're gonna zoo. Gucci gang, 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 Gucci gang. Here's a big ending. Yeah. So is this like CBGB's dry bar? I wouldn't call it that. I think it's a little kid bar. I don't think there is a parallel to the real world. It certainly isn't CBGB's. So is there a conflict in this movie or is it just them hanging out? Oh, they'll be hanging out and then there'll be a conflict and a little romance. Well, the Donnelly brothers are going to try to wreck everything because they went in there to be jerks and they weren't successful. So now they're going to be jerks until they're successful, you know? And that's the duration of the movie? It's just them versus them? Yeah, it's them versus them. That's it. And, um, you know, the Donnelly brothers just, you know, uh, uh, Jackie Haley just showed up again. They're going to wreck his nice motorcycle. Oh, not the motorcycle from the opening credits. You suck. That was Arizona's finest. Oh, the twins, the twins. Oh, yeah. So this oh, so, is and Glenn Haley Morrow like and Gary Morrow, and they are definitely born and bred in Jersey. Uh -huh. um, they're identical twins. They've been in, like, uh, Once Bitten, 1985. Oh, with Jim Carrey? Yes. Uh, they were in Don Henley's yeah, The Boys of Summer music video. Um, they were in Jack and oh. Jill. Jack and Jill. Oh, the twin movies. He, they showed Adam. up 30 years later. Yeah. Hey, hey, what was it? hey, you guys remember that Don Henley video? They were, were they twins in that one? Uh, yeah, Adam, they were. Get those guys. Uh, but that was like 25 <laughs> years ago. Who cares? Even better. That's right. That was in the 80s. Even better. That's why I got Fonzie. It's 40 years ago. Let's do it. Right. Let's do it. Now, look, Basically, the little Fonzie kid, faces. by mistake, is successful. They hit him, and he goes, oh, shit, <laughs> and he runs. Every little boy's fantasy, white boy's fantasy. This guy is Robert Jane, and as a child, he appeared in so much. Uh, Perfect Strangers, Not Landing, Greatest American Hero, St. Elsewhere, you know, The Love Boat, it goes on and on. Murder, She Wrote, Different Strokes, Who's the Boss, T.J. Hooker, A-Team. All right, all right. All right, already. Cagney and Lacey, Hills, right, so here's, here's... Wonder Years. All right, already. Here, here's the role. All right, all right, already. All right, so here, here's the role, right? He was in the. He was in Jake and the Fat Man. Over and over. <laughs> what as as a child actor? But by the time Tremors Three came out, he he was must have been a lot older. Well, he stopped. He was in Iron Eagles, Tremors, Tremors Three. No, that's what but, but that's it. He he went away. He was in Wizard of the Lost Kingdom 2. I don't know that film. You're not uh, part of the trilogy. He is essentially a child actor, and he was really, you know, he was working. 
He did a lot of TV, fewer movies. Um, he does his own stunts. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he does his own stunts. Now, he's about to, he's being chased by the brothers, the twins, and he's going to fall and break his leg, and they're going to have to hide it from the dad. They're going to tell the father that he was walking the dog. Oh, wait a minute. There's, there's other adults in this movie besides Ben Marine. Yes, there are definitely other adults. I don't know how I feel about that. I was hoping for like a Bugsy Malone type of thing. Right. Okay, he can't see without his glasses, and he is going to perilously fall. Is it four stories? Yeah. Whoa! Was he John Wick? Boom! The, oh, what? Um, what? What did he land on? The, even, the dogs like, even the dogs. Even the dogs like give me a fucking break. Uh, but the awning riffs. Oh, I landed on the soft cement. Now, I, I don't think you'll recognize her, but you might recognize Kate from our great film, Ocean Stiggs. Uh, was she, how many people were in that movie? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Include, what, what, the, there was uh, Frank Burns was in it? Yeah, no, um, no, but I mean, like, they would just have family visits and, like, family outings and uh, just people walking around. And then there'll be patches where it's just one or two persons. I really do like O.C. and Stiggs. Yeah, that was a good film, and it was one of the first ones I did with you. Yeah. Uh, and that's one I, of the reasons why I have an affection for it. It was really yeah, early. Maybe I like my well, fourth or fifth with you. I, I was actually, uh, truth be told, I was looking up National Lampoons on YouTube yesterday to see uh -huh. if we could find any fresh films. And I saw O.C. and Stiggs, and I thought of our show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who who was who's the guy who was in um um who was Ducky in 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 Pretty in Pink? He was a oh, he was the star was, of that film. Uh, you're talking about John Cryer. Yeah, he was really yeah, good. And he played it. He was teenagers in I was seeing Stigs. They were like, you could have you could be living your best so life. He just felt, he goes, he what just do you felt mean? Like... I have Legos. But he didn't hit the fire escape, a la John Wick. So he's good, Wick-wise. But he lands on the awning, and, and you go, that's great. Foot. Yeah. If he was a Hudson Hawk, the awning would break, and he would land in the in an apartment uh, <laughs> on, a, on a chair. But no, he's not. But the awning does break, but it's only one story up. So when he lands on the cement, he's, he's cool. Yeah, that's right. It's only one story up. No, but he's broken his leg, and uh, they've lied to the father. The father, okay, this is her diary, and la later, later, later in the film, the father will find out where she is and come save the day from the diary. Now, this father, get ready to hate him very much in real life. Um, he's born in New York City, but he was raised in Texas, and he went to, he was in the Korean War. He studied at Texas A&M. He moved to California, and he got a lot of beer. He became very successful. Um, he even had his own show called Bronco in 1958 through 62. But check this really? out. Yeah, ready for this, Mike? After his acting career faded away, <laughs> Harding became a self-proclaimed freedom fighter in the 70s, and he led a radical right-wing group called the Arizona Patriots, anti-Semitic, anti-immigrant, anti-black, and they stockpiled weapons. 
Whoa. The FBI broke them up and ruined That's it. Now, well, the, you know, normally I, I wouldn't have a bad word about the FBI, but that was a little too far. Oh, really? To ruin their nice uh, militia? <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, so. Yeah, they spend a lot. I mean, it's just. This is insane. Okay, right now we're basically having a pissing contest. The, uh, the new kid in town. Uh, has a wrecked motorcycle. So he's working construction to get enough money to repair his motorcycle and get out of there. And uh, we're just showing that wherever he goes, he's number one, he's popular, he's winning contests. Here's your money, kid. Good work. And he did, but it, like, good work. So he, he pushed some guy into cement from two stories up. But it's some, it's wet, so it's okay. <laughs> it's like landing in a big puddle. Right, so he is safe. Now, these guys are like, would you please come help us get rid of the Donnellys? And he's like, you know, forget it, guys. Like, I, I'm just, you know. I'm just, I'm just a new kid. Right, I'm passing through. Kate really wants him. Look at her roller skates. Well, this place is so crazy. Listen, I got to finish like a this. Zine library. Remember those back in the 90s where like punk rockers would have like a collective? What library? No, I don't. What library? What kind of library? Like a fanzine, like a zine library, like where you huh. can check out all the punk rock scenes. There was one in San Francisco. It was really cool. And it was run by this like punk rock, you know, anarchist collective or whatever, or collective. Well, that's certainly not what we got going on out. here. This is the office of the zoo. They hear Would some activity outside. Could it be the Donnelly brothers? No, it's the new kid who's saying, okay, I'll help you. Man, their office is like a, a bigger space than the, the – like that would be a room. <laughs> that's right. It's bigger than the dance floor. Uh, don't know how to use a staircase. Kate bested him again. You guys, it's left foot, right foot. Down, down, down. Oh, fuck. Ouch. These guys, they've fallen off a building. They've fallen into wet cement. They <laughs> fell off the staircase. And we're not even 20 minutes into this film. That's right. We're 22, actually, but you're right. <laughs> now, look, there's the dad buying him for the movie. Let me just finish up with the dad. It's really interesting. He had eight wives, eight wives and children all over the place. Okay, so this movie is 85, right? In 1986, following a two-year FBI undercover investigation, agents from FBI and ATF raided Arizona Patriot Camp, confiscated a horde of illegal weapons, publications from the Aryan Nation groups and affiliates. Harding left Arizona and the group ceased to function. And here's another screwed up thing about this guy. He he really fucked up here. He was the original choice to play the lead in Batman, 1966. You know, Adam West. Uh-huh. Oh, no. He turned it down because he was filming this Western in Italy. And for the same reason, he turned down the lead in Fistful of Dollars. 
swinging them. Just just throw Darius Rashad into the league. I for the well, but he was doing another western in Italy. This was 1964, uh, and as you know, Clint Eastwood did that film, and it yeah right it, yeah he could have had a Clint Eastwood career. That's right. Oh. Well, you so, didn't do any other stupid casting decisions. <laughs> so this Aryan Brotherhood dude, luckily, did not become Batman and did not become uh, Fistful of Dollars guy. The streets. Let's go to Newark. Yeah, Bloomfield Avenue. Yeah, that's right. Now, this film is shot in Arizona. His little uh, Nazi group was broken up in Arizona. So I guess he was an actor who lived in Arizona. They said, what the heck? Let's hire him. You know, he used to have a career. Uh, have you done any acting before? Uh-huh. Are you a member of SAG? Uh-huh. Are you a member of a militia or have, like, an armory? No. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh-huh. Uh, two out of three? Ah, what the hell? <laughs> you've passed the audition okay what they're doing now with the help of the new guy is they're setting up the donnelly's they're pretending that they're girls who saw them at the zoo and were really impressed <laughs> oh my god these guys like thank god they're not fucking stand-up comedians they're open mic comedians can you imagine I saw you at the open mic parking lot show, and they were really cute. Could you come <laughs> on over? Really? You were in a parklet wearing a Yeah, I was wearing a mask. Oh, oh yeah, I remember you. You were wearing the mask. Sure, I'll come over. Now the father is like, where the hell are you going? Well, you better come back to my car lot. My car lot is the greatest of the auto mile. You come back right here. We got deals all night, son. <laughs> Now, when you see That's his face, impression. when you see the father's face, you'll know him, and we'll talk about him when we get there. Okay, the Donnellys are showing up. Now, we got two girls in the front seat, but we also need more than two girls. So, um... What do you mean? What do you mean? They gotta have dates, right? There's three boys. They need three girls. Oh, so, Yippie is in drag. Look how pretty she is. Oh, my God, what this guy will do for laughs. <laughs> Erwin Handelman, Skippy, on the television series Family Ties. It's his movie debut, this film. What other movies was he in? No, you already told me. Don't He was in Apocalypse Now. He was in The Deer Hunter. He was in uh, Platoon. He did a string of Vietnam movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Look at this fake, fake. Come on. Let's, uh, let's go make out. Look at his big man hand. <laughs> I just love the hair. I mean, he looks like Eddie Winter. He looks like, uh, you know, like the rockers that rocked in the 80s and they're still rocking. Uh, mm -hmm. That's what he looks like. With their big band the hair? 80s rocker. Yeah, with the big band hair. Well, the hair's the image <laughs> and the brand and, you know. Did you see how he face? just swung in and kicked him over? Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't seem know, believable. None of these stunts are believable. All these people would be dead, and it would just be Bobby and Jerry, and uh, I don't know. It would, it would be Haley Joe Early saying, "Oh, guys, uh, now, look how they humiliate him, and they tell him to walk home with your pants down." Uh -huh. I can't go home like this. They're humiliating him. 
wow, I really want to date Skip Look at Skippy. Skippy. Yeah. And he's Maybe rocking a said... B cup there. I think they all know and they don't care. Wait, who should show up at the fourth brother? It's Goose. Sheriff Goose? No, oh, no just Goose. Uh-oh. Crack your knuckles, Goose. Crick, 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 crick. Now, you might, Michael, because one of your favorite films, you might recognize Goose from, he was Ox in Police Academy 6, 1989. Yeah, Police Academy 6. Was, oh, is that uh, City Under Siege? I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, he must have been like a street, he must have been in the streets. You know how like the streets of uh, Police Academy, there's always like trash on it? And there's always guys I'm that look so like this. sorry, Mike. You know, what? I've told you this before. I saw the I saw Police Academy. Sure, right. And the then beginning. I bumped into like one or two. I just I wasn't a fan like you. You love Police Academy. All I gotta say is that you know how movie sequels come out every year, and during the eighties there was like Friday the Thirteenth, Part Two, Part the mm-hmm. Final, the new Friday and, the Fourteenth. Like, yeah, like, and there was like Halloweens, and there was just they would crank them out these horror movies, and to the point where they were annual. And Police Academy was the same in the eighties, but it was the only one that was a comedy. Yeah, right. They were cranking out a comedy series every year. Much harder to crank out, right? Yeah, because if you had like Saw, uh, Saw Two, and Saw Three, you could kind of craft it and deliver what people want. But you know, these are movies based on the characters. Tackleberry is Tackleberry. Back. Tackleberry. Tackleberry. Hey, do you remember that guy who used to spray mustard on people? He's back, too, for <laughs> six more films. Why? He's the guy who squeezes mustard. It doesn't even matter. You know, it's just like, but then they would introduce more people. You saw him in Burglar. He's back, too. Oh, my God. That guy was, they couldn't get rid of G, uh, G.W. Bailey. G.W., right. Hey. Now, now I know him. I know Goose because he really was in uh, he was a wrestler in Barton Fink. You remember that film? Me and John Fonseca loved Barton Fink. You there, Mike? You're on mute. Yeah, no, <laughs> you saw that. <laughs> My internet connection is unstable, so I don't know if we're gonna listen to this. Do you uh, do you know Barton Fink? Like if your voice comes in and out sometimes, so. Um. Okay. Well, anyway, but, Barton Fink but, went to California yeah. to become a a writer. He was a serious writer, but he got hired for a wrestling picture, and they showed him daily so he could see what a wrestling picture was like, and and and. Uh, uh, Goose was all over that. His real name is uh, Darren Darwin Swalve. And he had a dream that he wanted to be on Broadway, which never really was realized, but it kind of was. He was in the Broadway. Didn't he win a Darwin Award for his uh, Broadway performance? (laughs) Darwin. Yes, he won a Darwin Award. His mom gave it to him when he was born. It was Uh, his name. He won it as Darwin. So he got into City of Angels, but not they're in just falling in. Now they're, they're... What? Yeah. It, basically, I'm not saying anything because it's just like hijinks. They're having you. a crazy night in which they're trying to get the Donnellys back. Yeah, but these hijinks and... are people falling off the buildings and falling into uh, open uh, cemetery. Getting kicked in the face. Look at that flip. Good job, Kate. Right in the nuts. 
Oh, what an actor! Because he didn't get kicked in the nuts. No, but this is the second time they brought up his crotch, right? Because they pulled his yeah, down. That's right. Boy, he's just being humiliated. He's paying good money. I bet he's paying good money for these women to do that, for Bobby to do that, like the side hustle. Now, this guy uh, was definitely. This guy at this point in his career had been in Bad News Bears and had been in Breaking Away. I mean, he was a big deal at the time. Yeah, he has a trajectory of like, I don't know the story. It's a really fascinating story. Mm-hmm. What he went on to do being a producer and a video director. I don't know. There's like a lost years, and I guess this is where one of his films is fall that it falls into. Now you see the pickup just flip the hell over. Right, and they're dead. Here comes their ghost coming out of the car. Ooh. Oh, they're oh, alive, Carl. Right. How convenient. We're already in a graveyard. They should call this movie "Kids Don't Try This at Home." There's a lot of fucking stupid sons that are told. Yeah, you remember the father was taking him into the movies? Yes, the adults. So what was happening there is they were waiting for him to go into the movies so they could take his car and go do this date. And you saw how badly the car got beat up. So they went and parked it back at the movie theater. And when the father came out, he goes, my car! (laughs) It was all messed up. Okay. This is the Donnelly's humiliated, and the father's going to lean on him, and there's pressure. So they go to the zoo to try to find him, mm-hmm. and Ben Vereen just sort of cowers and hides in his trailer. Yeah, well, you know, you want to fuck with those guys. Yeah, he really does cower. There's some cowering. Oh, wait, they're trashing his joint. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, so that's not cool. I can understand spray painting kids die with a Y. Now, as you know, every episode we have a Star Trek uh, connection, and Ben Vereen is that connection this time. So every movie we watch is a Star Star Trek connection. So he he must have had a famous role, right? Was he in Next Generation? He was in Next Generation. As you know, um, uh, Jordy, uh, Jordy LaForge was... um, uh, LeVar Burton, and he was Kunta Kinte in Roots, and Chicken George was the grandson of Kunta Kinte, um, and so also, they put him together huh. on a Star Trek episode. In the early 1980s, Vereen moved with his family to Saddle River, New Jersey. Which is quite a swank place, actually. Ben Vereen, he's probably the biggest star here. He was, uh, as you know, a dancer and a singer, and uh, he got he won yeah. uh, prominence on Broadway. That's how he started yeah. out. Yeah, I always call him in movies. There he is, drunk. Oh. Oh, is that so, why you thought that? No, he, he just got beat up, right? Well, well he, because he's he drunk. Got wrecked, but they didn't beat it. Oh. Okay, what's happening now is Ben Vereen is bearing his soul, and he's admitting 
he is not the owner of this club. He's like a squatter. And they're like, what? We gave you all this money. And he goes, yeah, I drank it. That's such a strange thing. This is like so real life. This reminds me of the time I opened up a comedy club. Uh-huh. This is and, uh huh. And yeah, the, I, this guy living in the trailer next door uh, rented it to me. And I would Eric? give him money. Mm-hmm. And then I would, uh, I'd put a giant royal co- a crown cola because I wanted to attract an uh, all ages crowd. Mm-hmm. And I had a giant hot dog because. Docked it with hot dogs. You know, to serve soft drinks, you have to also serve food. It's a law in California. So yeah. I had to get the giant hot dog. Oh, I'm in Arizona too. I'm not in this California. Figured that would be a better place to open this up. So he's having remorse and he's saying, I'm going to help you get rid of the Donnellys. And they're like, how can you help us get rid of the Donnellys? And we learned that his backstory is he was a famous wrestler. Ta-da! And he still wears the outfit. He's got his belt. Well, I think he might have put it on to go and tell them, I'm going to help you. Oh, right. Oh, I see. Okay, that makes more sense. The joke is they thought he was going to flash them. Well, he does have the classic flasher. uh, Yeah. He called by in trench coat. Whatever happened to the flasher, right? In the 70s, he was huge. It was fine. Listen, it was Columbine. It was when those kids killed everyone. The, the trench coat went a different direction. Oh, is that right? And plus, you know, the way that the world works, you could just whip it out anywhere at work, and eventually you'll get sued. But in the meanwhile, if you could get away with it. <laughs> I was at Columbine, by the way. One time mm. for work, it was like 1999, and I had a job. Um, uh, in Colorado, and it was right by Columbine. So I went to that high school and looked around. Was that after the yeah issue? yeah? Well, I wouldn't have known. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not we're not being light playing light about it. That's probably the worst thing. Well, I mean, you can't. I mean, make light of school shootings. No, but I'm. This was. 1999, right? I mean, it was. Uh, so what did you do? Did you videotape? Like, you took a photograph of the. No. You took a photo of the full full uh, house house. Yes, I took a photo a with you of the full house house. This wasn't the same sort of situation. Yeah, that's true. I just wanted to see it with my eyes. That's all. And I was there. Work was done. I was going to the hotel, and I said, "All right," and I drove past and looked. You know, there's a photo of us also in front of another iconic television location. Uh-huh. What is that? From the Cheers, the Cheers bar. Yeah, that's even on, what is it, on uh, our Facebook? The, the bar where the Cheers, the exterior shot in Boston. And I think you, you can see that if you go to Facebook and you look for, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube, you'll see us young, very young in front of the Cheers bar. Okay, so they taunted the uh, brothers, threw eggs at their car, whatever. It was all to get them to enter the uh, zoo where Ben Vereen, the wrestler, kicked their ass. Wow, this goose. Yeah. You know what? I went jogging with him. He chased me, and he's overrated. I would say it was more of a mild goose chase. (laughs) 
It wasn't a wild goose chase. It was a mild goose chase. Yeah, it wasn't that good. Now they're getting set up here. I'll just play it. Okay. Oh, dear Lord. What's going on here? Thank you for playing the cassette. This Why would they have great. a cassette tape here? Look at this Well, because it's 1985. It's such a fire hazard, too. Uh -huh. What? We're here to rock. Uh-oh, the wrestler. <laughs> I gotta say, Ben Vereen does a very good acting job in this, you know? I mean, oh, he's, he's no drunk. And uh, the Donnelly brothers are like, oh, we didn't realize we were here for the theater. <laughs> yeah, no, he plays, he plays. A, oh, had I realized it was a night with Ben Vereen, I would have uh, bought better tickets. Uh, Vereen performed at Ronald Reagan's inauguration. That's cool. Yeah, but you're going to love this part. <laughs> Ready? This is going to push your buttons. The performance generated controversy right. as Vereen performed the first part of the show in blackface. <coughs> what? Was he doing a minstrel act? Like uh, celebrating America's culture? Yeah, basically what he was like, trying he do to that? do was make a political statement against Ronald Reagan. And ABC cut the live oh, performance. Cool. Yeah, I got it too. Yeah, because they didn't want to. I'm sorry, I completely, I completely went the wrong way. He was doing the bamboozle thing. Have you ever seen that movie, Spike Lee? No, no, bamboozle. No. Oh, it's great. Yeah, like Spike Lee. Yeah, I couldn't great. have missed a Spike Lee film. Yeah, he makes very little films every year. So you know, he. Uh, no, that's a great film. And there's a point where uh, there's black actors putting on blackface. So I get it now. I get it now. Okay. I was, I was Bamboozle by Spike Lee. I'm going to DVD that. On your DVD one. Yeah, you got sure. it. Every episode you give me one. Okay. Yeah, this will get you crazy. Lots of sexual harassment allegations against Ben Vereen. Lots of them. Okay. Give me a couple. Oh, well, he was uh, doing productions of uh, plays like Hair, in which, you know, the cast is naked, and he would just be inappropriate to the girls the whole time. There's many allegations against him. I didn't write it here. He later, like, apologized without anybody prompting or, him or something. He came out of the blue uh, and made this apology. In my past, I've been inappropriate, and I apologize. Okay, you recognize his face? Uh, Jackie Gleason. It's Jackie Gleason, right? Yeah, <laughs> that time. Now, this is a guy named Raymond Barry. His Pa Donnelly here, and he was in the Andromeda Strain. He was in the Frisco Kid. He was in Reds as the police chief. Chief. He was Ghosts of Mississippi. A lot of TV. Buck Rogers in the Twenty Fifth Century. You Wait, know, Red I recognize him right away. You didn't. What was he? He was a police officer in Reds, a Russian police officer? No, he was an American police officer. He was one of the ones who was like, boys, you got to get to the hills. Get out of oh. here. I don't think I've ever. Oh, well, you should stop what you're doing and uh, go okay. get, go see Reds. I'll, Absolutely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order it, uh, check it in at the library. So they were Michael... the Wolverines. 
And it was we with Patrick, that, uh, Patrick Swayze. Carl checks out DVDs from uh, Netflix. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. It was a good film. I enjoyed Reds a lot. And it was appropriate for the time because there was always the fear uh, that the Russians were going to invade. And the way they did it in Reds was with Cuba. They really enlisted Cuban soldiers. So what's happening here is Pa Donnelly is pretending that he's very sorry for his boy's terrible behavior. He's been a bad parent, and he thanks him for kicking their ass, and he's going to turn over a new leaf and get tough with them. Ah, and, but he's bluffing, isn't he? Yeah, he's bluffing. He's on the side of his boys. He wanted to get the keys for the uh, pickup, so he had to act nice. So he's telling him to drive him home, but don't untie him. <laughs> Look at Goose. Bye, yeah, they, they're, they're so weird. This movie's weird. That's like More cartoon. Drinking. It is like a cartoon, absolutely, and they're trying to be funny. Uh, this is directed by two people, not one. Isn't that rare? Wow, they're a gang directed the zoo gang? Yeah. A guy named yeah, John directed. Watson, and there's a Jersey comedian named Johnny Watson. He's not an open micer. He's a serious comedian, headline Scotty. Yeah. And there, but just as a coincidence, the name. So it's directed by Penn Densham and John Watson. And they did Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves together. As, as a duo? Huh. Well, no. John Watson was the producer uh for robin hood prince of thieves 91 he was a producer for the outer limits and tank girls that's probably just where they met whoa 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 back up this is from the director of tank girl no it's the producer well that movie was a piece of shit <laughs> all right there you go yeah right there you go i saw that so, movie in the theater and i said what a great experience i love tank girl and then i saw it on cable and i said i can't sit through this shit again not not twice in a row come on now, the real director was Penn Densham, and he began directing TV commercials and documentaries when he was a teenager. Um, he did Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He did Harriet in 2019 and The Last Full Measure in 2019. So he took a big break in his career, came back just recently. Yeah. He said, I'm going to get two movies in before quarantine. Right. Yeah. How did he know it? Yeah. Was yeah, well, that's another thing people don't know. It wasn't just these films. Yeah, he did uh, Prince of Thieves 2 on Zoom. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> With Kevin Costner's maid. <laughs> she was walking through the... Yeah, Kevin Costner was acting and his kids were in the room. Daddy's working! <laughs> so these co-directors, they also share co-producer... Uh, credits, and that's much more common. And both of them wrote this piece of shit with a guy named Stuart Birnbaum, who's written a bunch of stuff. I didn't notice, I didn't notice there's a lot of names connected to this movie, story and, and screenplay credit, like a bunch yeah. of writers, like team. Three of them. It takes really. a lot. Mm -hmm. now, is, are they talking about their boyfriends in this? Is, are, did they pass the Bechtel test? Yeah, so... The young brother, you know, our child actor, is learning what sex is all about from the from Skippy and Danny. 
and uh, the girls are talking about uh, the new kid in town. He, you know, he's gone. And, he, and she, Gina's like, he'll be back. I've seen the way he looks at you. So they do a bet for $10, will he be back? And they lick fingers again. They're good friends. So have you ever heard of the Bechtel test named after a cartoonist? She no. wrote a strip saying that like, she has a test on whether or not a movie has two female characters who don't talk about the guy in the movie. Oh, uh, like I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, does TV count? Uh, yeah, like if two women talk about someone other than a guy. Yeah, I'm I'm racking my brain right now. Um, there's probably some mother-daughter film in which that occurs. Yeah. Are you trying to think of a film that has that conversation or a film with women in it? A film that does... Oh, no, I can't think of a film with women. A film in which the women are not talking about a dude. Yeah. Look at this. Donnelly's... They, the brother switchblade. I just came up with that phrase. Right. He's got the switchblade in almost every scene. This whole movie, it's like them against, it gets a little boring. It's like, it's time for the next scene. This time we ambush you. But he pulls out a switchblade. I mean, isn't that like up to scary anthem? He did it in the beginning when they were being jerks in the zoo. Uh, he did it on the fake date. He does it. He should have closed with it. He shouldn't open with it. The, the switch, pulling the switchblade. Yeah, he should have switched. Uh, yeah, so switch. Okay. Into the shock fan. Now you remember how Ben Vereen kicked their ass, right? Oh, do I ever? But now he's drunk. Uh oh. It's not going to work out as well this time. Are they going to kill him? Yeah, they're they're not going to kill him. They're going to put him in the hospital. Ridiculous. See how this set him up? There's oh. Donnelly. Wait a minute. They put a tent. They went in. They broke into the fucking place, and then they put a tent up there. Right. They and then now they're beating him with the baseball bat. They set a trap. Well, they're beating the stuntman with the baseball bat. Beverly's not in that scene. Yeah, they're beating a stuntman, which maybe is a sack of potatoes once it's under a tarp. <laughs> yeah, under a tarp. Well, so the young kid, the Simon Computer kid, uh, got a broken leg, which he's walking on. You see the police on the back of her door? Yeah. I know this is very, like, of the day. There's Sting. Oh, so Sting appears in this movie. Starring Sting. I guess. <laughs> See how they cut up her hair? And she's all depressed about it. They wrecked her hair. Well, they broke her, her, her brother's uh, leg. Yeah, they, that's they, right. They, they how you guys kids her dad's car. We fucked your car. We broke her leg. Uh, men ripped her, uh, her hair. Okay. I'm going to leave the house again. All Which comic yourself. book is that? I was trying to find out and couldn't. Beetle Bailey. No, it's Jack Trick. It's he. It's some guy said, "I'm going to gamble my kid's shoes away," and then he went to hell. It's so funny. You said Beetle Bailey just as we saw a VW Bug. Oh, Punch Buggy. 
Okay, this is Ben Vereen's famous watch that he got like when he became world champion wrestler and they they've given it to Kate as a signal, you know, like letting him know you got your boy. Oh, they broke his watch. Pa-dum. I would say you really don't you, recognize his face. Well, on the blimp I do, okay? I recognize him on the blimp. Uh, he he writes from he's uh, he created Iron Man, right? From Marvel Comics. Totally right. Recognize. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so what's happened now is they did some back research on Ben Vereen, and they discovered he not owned this place. This place is pretty much abandoned, and like anybody can claim it kind of thing. And they're making that clear to the cops right now. They're going to take it over, and they're going to demolition it. The nook, the old nook. You can't destroy the old nook. That's yeah. a historical location. <laughs> Dude, my band used to play there at the zoo. No, man, at the nook. It was a while ago. It was a while ago. Remember that open mic I had at the Nook? And then we had the open mic at, at the zoo. It was called the New Nook. Didn't really play. Do you remember it was uh, like an IHOP kind of place for a while? It was the Breakfast Nook? The Breakfast Nook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember it was Zooks. It was in between uh, the zoo and Nook. It snook in there. Snuck in there. Oh, I guess you boys are screwed. Yep. See you, boys. Oh, go home to your parents. Go to school. Down the zoo. Oh, oh that's now it's the zoo. Oh, not the knot. Yeah. This inspired uh, you too. Uh, oh, the the zoo tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were in Prescott, Arizona. Oh, you know they, look who's back! Look who's back! Kate lost ten bucks. Oh, he is. So you know the movie we bought a zoo, right? These kids <laughs> have a movie. We didn't buy the zoo. This is we bought the Nook. We bought the Nook. This is the original. We bought a zoo. It's funny in San Francisco. There's a famous comedy club called the Holy City Zoo. It's uh-huh. closed for 25 years, but people still remember the zoo. So when you say the zoo around here, it's it's usually about the comedy room from 25 years ago. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's just motorcycle. another scene in which we're going against you guys. Oh, come on. When was the last time you've seen a good motorcycle jump by a horse on a ramp? Okay, now, you might not have noticed, but he's had a lariat, a rope on his bike the whole, you know, right from the beginning of the first scene. I don't believe that. Now, really? Yeah. Now, it's really interesting. He goes to throw the noose over uh, the lariat over um, uh, Jackie Haley. And they well, they cut to it. The noose is already around him. Watch. He goes okay. to throw it. He's already – see? They don't do the – it got him. Do – yeah, that's right. Yes. Now they're gonna hog tie him because what are you doing? Come, I, I was in Bad News Bears. Come, what, what are you? <laughs> Wait, fifteen years. I have a movie career coming. Get off! Really? Okay. The, get, I, I was in Breaking Away. I was in the hour forty-five minutes worth of the two and a half hour Watchmen movie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching that film. I was like, I'm really watching Men. Okay, so. You see, instead of Ben Vereen's watch, he got 
he got uh, little Joe, Jack Haley, back by cutting his hair, just like he did to her. Oh. That's what this whole freaking movie is, tit for tat. Well, that's really important in the 80s, your hair. You know, that's defined them. Oh, she got a nice trim. You see that? Yeah. Like, she got fixed up her hair. Gina helped. Gina helped. Oh, yeah. Well, Gina's now, really good about that. The dad comes in, and he is super cool about it. And he's like, is my daughter trying to seduce you? And also, we have product placement from Domino's Pizza. He's all happy because the insurance on his car really paid off. Yeah, and this pizza was 35 minutes. Uh, it took more to it, so yeah, it's free. Yeah, got it free. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry. There was these traffic lights and these stop signs. Ah, you're lost. I'm not going to put it on. Let's see when the when the dad comes in. I would I, like you know, to see an it adult. It really poisoned me knowing his real life story that he's such a Nazi. Oh, the dad. Yeah. yeah, I really hate that. Well, let's see. Kissing. There he is. Boo. See him? Good Batman. Yeah. Dominoes. Don't worry about the noise for kids. I strangled them in my van. Right. I wonder, I'm not kidding, I wonder, because this is 85, he's not even, the cult isn't even broken up yet. I wonder what he thought about Ben Vereen, the only African-American in this whole film. Well, he wasn't, I'm sure, like, they just got him, they needed some guy, they put a casting call out, uh, looked for local talent. You right. I went to the local militia theater, community theater, <laughs> which <it did. laughs> We really love it. Your Vita musical is great, but was it really necessary to be nine hours? Yes. <laughs> but remember in the producers, they did that springtime for Hitler. I wonder if that's the play they were doing. Yeah, that was the play they did, right? It wasn't a musical, though. It was just a play drama. So we're we're getting to, I don't know, not fall in love, but we're getting to fall in young person's crush. I think they're falling in crush. <laughs> I, oh, I, I crush you. I He's crush crushing you her right now. I think I'm crushing you. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm in crush. Uh, clearly, he's crushing it. The cameraman's like, ah, I've seen enough. All right, done. Oh, no, she's with him. <laughs> I thought he was dead anyway. Right, he had finished. Driving away by himself. Okay, here, time to catch a bus. Don't you want to come and meet my parents? You see the telescope? Yeah. Does that play a role? Yeah. You see, on the cover, remember how, look, you see the nook? They made it say the zoo. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, on the door is a notice, a public notice about uh, um, the, oh, yeah, he goes, oh, it's, he's blocked by, it. there's the haircut that we're going to see um, uh, Robert, uh, what happened? Oh, Jack Haley. We're going to see Jack Haley's haircut now, see? All right. So. Oh, are you sure that's notice, not Robert Entwistle? It doesn't say that it's theirs. What it says is it, it isn't theirs for seven days. If Ben Vereen shows up with his, like, squatter's rights, he can own that place. 
But he's in the, in the emergency room having right. shots shoved down his throat. And so Kate is like, come on, you gotta, come on. Let's wheel him out. Wow, he really got banged up if he can't even drink from a straw. Yeah, he really did get banged up. So the nurse sort of likes Ben Vereen a lot. This is the same nurse uh, with the with the, the kid's broken foot. And so... <laughs> She's seen a lot of this movie. I see things you wouldn't believe that falling in cement. Yeah. I don't know how much uh, I... I mean, my research didn't even look up who she is. Let's see here. Nope, I don't even have her listed. I don't have a nurse listed. Oh, I know. I recognize her from... Uh, she played Meryl Streep's sister in that movie. With, uh... <laughs> oh, wait, I was wrong. She's an African-American. So there were two in this film. But the militia guy was never in the same scene with these guys. Yeah. Is militia dad in a scene with African Americans? He at, he might be in the very very end in the finale. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll check out his reaction. I guess. He got oh. he's got his Mister Rogers sweater. Well, it's a beautiful day in the emergency ward. It's a beautiful day in the emergency ward. What an interesting guy that guy was. Genuine human being. Ben Vereen or, or Fred Rogers? No, not Ben Vereen. Hey, right. hey, we got the whole zoo gang back together. Yeah, that's right. They're like, look, you go down there and claim squatters' rights. That's it. All you have to do, for some reason, I don't know why, all you have to do is get your... Uh, motor home, your trailer home back on that lot and you can claim it as your own as a squatter. That's pretty good. He's going to teach him how to fight. That's what this whole scene is about. He's going to teach him and get frustrated with them and quit. And then they're going to learn how to fight on their own and surprise Ben later. But... Uh, oh, you got to be kidding me. That's a... Whoa! Now look at the poster. It says the winch. Well, we cut away. He is the winch. So they have a... They're doing a favor for the winch. Yeah. Now the thing is, this is a boxing gym. Not a wrestling gym, but I guess that's all they had. Well, they were doing some wrestling moves. He threw them across the ring. The boxers yeah. don't do that. Oh, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not a boxing uh, uh, gym. When they practice, is it all fake? Then it's a wrestling gym. Yeah, if it's all fake, right? So he um he goes, "What is the most important organ in the human?" And Skippy points at his pee pee. And he goes, "No, it's the brain. It's the brain." Skippy, Skippy got Michael J. Fox in trouble, right? Or no, he was always kind of lagged behind. Like, he was always kind of, you know. I have to admit to you, I have seen Family Ties. I really saw it, like, in the day, watching it on primetime as it was stream, uh, playing. Right. It didn't stream. When you were, when you were in college. Uh, 80. What no, year was Family Ties? It was 80. I'm kidding. It was 80. Yeah. Actually, I mentioned Mallory in one of our episodes, and I said she was from Growing Pains. I apologize. I said oh. corrected. She was from Family Ties. Shame, shame. I was, making, 
one of the characters was named Mallory, and I was like, oh, Mallory from Growing Pains. And it, it hurt me to listen to our <laughs> show in general because it's so quiet, but also to hear me describe <laughs> misinformation. Oh, got it wrong again. Flip. Split. You see, this whole scene is like, this. it's never going to work. They're a bunch of screw-ups. They'll never pull it together. I quit kind of thing. Look at right. that. You gonna, are you going to kiss the Donnelly brothers? Are they kissing? Oh, uh, that's some good advice, Ben Reed. Do you mind? Now, see, that's a boxing glove. And look at the guy oh, behind him. He's wearing the sparring stuff. They're boxing. You see behind the crowd? Is that boxing stick? Can you use a stick with a boxing glove on it? What do you mean in an official ring? If it's wrestling, probably. But he's he's waving around this stick with a boxing glove on it. He's using it to train them. You know, All he right. gets it near That's their face. Yeah. So it's just, Ben Vereen's just frustrating. He's spending all day, frustrated. He's spending all day with them, and it's not getting them anywhere. Oh, poor Zoo Gang. Poor Ben Vereen. Now, I got to say, the the new guy, I keep calling him the new guy. His name in real right, life but is he's been Jason the... uh, Jedrick, and he was uh, on the television series Murder One. He was on boomtown and he was in iron eagle um also just like eric gurry danny he was in bad boys with sean penn uh he was in born yeah. on the fourth of july he was in backdraft he's for real yeah he's for real those are all big roles mm -hmm. i don't think i've ever seen i know the movie bad boys with with sean penn and there was like another yeah. odd actor at the time it was like an ensemble piece of like um White boys pretending they're tough. They, you know, like this one's they... father drank. That one never knew his father. They were street kids. I don't recommend you see it. It's it, if you love Sean Penn, it's interesting to see. But well, you can stop right there. Yeah. Thank. Yeah. All right. All right. The, the pass for me then. <laughs> I saw him at the airport once. He looked pretty cool. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, he was he was well dressed. It was An airport him. sighting. Was it SFO? I mean, was it San Jose? Or it San was. Francisco? It was. It was SFO. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, I once saw. Uh, who was the guy who was Clinton's? Uh, the kid in the Clinton administration who was like, we should take focus poll, and he went on to be on Good Morning America. George, yes, George Stephanopoulos. I saw him at JFK. Mike, I got to tell you, this guy is tiny. He's a tiny, tiny yeah. little person. You could yeah, unzip my body and he could step in. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. But, but he I gets mean, all the Washington. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, like, you look at his little pinky and you're like, what a small little pinky. He's like a little guy. <laughs> that guy got a second act. He was a politician and, uh, or, you know, worked in the yeah, world of politics. Yeah. Right. He moved on to really be a television personality. I wouldn't call him a celebrity yeah. or a star. 
Well, it's funny because he kind of set the blueprint of like people who are normally under partisan uh, pretenses are now like America's favorite broadcaster. Yeah. You could trust. You hated this person during the administration, but now you love this person. That's all over now. It's all over. Hey, if it wasn't for all that polarization, I would have never been on TV and got the job. Oh, yeah. Now, Gina is getting together with Danny, which is not believable. Wow. Dear Diary. This is so unbelievable. (laughs) Uh-oh. Look, he's weighing himself. I'm a virgin. Yeah, it's because the whole film has been about, like, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to lose weight. And now that oh. they're, like, working out together, he's being successful. There's a lot of montages in this movie. Whoa, look at that flip and these kicks. And that go. Uh... Thank you, Arizona, for a great location. Yeah, thank you, UCAZ or whatever. UC. Every school, (laughs) I'm from California. Every school starts off with UC. UCLA. Oh, so they they say like Ben Marine, thank you so much for taking us to the Renz gym, but we'll just do it ourselves. We got a monster. That's right. Well, Ben kind of quit on them, and so they're trying to get them back, kind of show them that uh, you could trust us, Ben. We're for real. I would love to watch the outtakes of them fighting. Okay, I want you to kick the wall. And go. <laughs> kick. God damn, that hurts. Look, he's not wearing his cast, the little kid. I know, it's strange. I guess he got better. Time yeah. has passed. They actually just touched his leg. Uh, yeah, they get there. Ew, gross. It's all clammy. There's a place in uh, Butler, New Jersey, in Bloomingdale, New Jersey, that really looks like that little uh, amphitheater we just saw. So much so that when they first, when I first watched this film for the first time, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I should mention Carl watches these movies multiple times, takes notes. So as bad as it is for us, the audience, (laughs) and I include myself in there, as hosted audience. You know, Carl, I'm one of those comics that uh, uh, host open and and headline Uh yeah Yeah. well i do a little time up front too (laughs) and sometimes i drop in and do a guest set you know did you bring your friends for the audience did you bring your friends for the audience great you'll go on uh in a little bit you brought six people right two drink minimum two drink minimum okay great 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 you got to keep it tight we're going long the headline the opener went long uh the mc went long I guess that went long, and the headliner's going to go, oh, it's all me. You got to do two minutes. I had a friend who, uh, he, he sent out this flyer about a show he did where he was the opener. He was the host and headliner. <laughs> wow. And the host and the headliner. Oh, man. We had Even as an audience member, you would pass on that. You know, I got to tell you, Mike, I really wish I'm also going to do it over. The what is over? The film. I'm tired of it. We got 25 minutes left to go. So what they're doing now Carl, is they're breaking. Really? <laughs> they're You're breaking tired into... of this? Oh yeah, absolutely. This film sucks. They're breaking into the uh, Donnelly's been... little lot, and they're basically gonna like booby trap and stuff like that. And the whole thing will be about 
they're almost going to wake up and don't get caught. Oh, don't make a noise. Don't wake daddy. Nothing about the game. Dun, dun. Oh, they sleep with bunk beds inside a trailer? Yeah, that's right. It's, uh, they're, 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 they're pretty low rent, these guys. Wow, and they, they busted Ben Marine's trailer? Their trailer's worse. Yeah, that's right. See, they don't, like, say, okay, our day is done on the car lot and the we're going home now. No, they're always there. So what's Goose's relationship? He's not, like, the fourth Donnelly brother. He's just the Goose. Goose is the fourth Donnelly brother, yeah. Oh, so there's the twins, there's the Breaking Bad, and then there's the... Breaking Goose. Away. Breaking Away, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, and then there's bad Goose. Bear. Right. There's the Bad News Bear. There's Goose, who's the not-Broadway star. And there's... Uh, oh, well, he will Goose, of course. The, and that's the, the of course. The Don Henley music video twins are... Okay, now this is the worst scene ever. It's one of the reasons why I want the film to be over. Goose wakes up, and he's got to pee. So where does he pee? Does he go to the bath, the restroom? No. He just opens the front door and pees right where they walk out of the trailer every day. And look at this disgusting joke. The pee is getting close to them. That's hilarious. Yeah, gross. I don't like it. <laughs> I pay good money uh, to, to see this movie. Now, Danny's like doing one of those I'm going to sneeze things. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. That was a genuine sneeze, by the way. Oh, oh, I thought you were in the moment. I, I didn't plan that. I just said, ah, ah, and the sneeze came out. <laughs> Don't be such a stereotype nose. Hey, you could. Well, you thought it was like a stereotypical role. Oh, here's the sniper. Yeah, that's right. Take the shot. The Donnelly brothers, they're approaching. <laughs> that man is late. I have a target. I have a target. Take the shot. Look, they're going to cock up the door. Do you think it's... Go ahead. Uh-huh. Oh, that's... They're going to kill him. They're going to make him suffocate. Also, didn't fucking Goose pee there like 20 minutes ago? Yeah. Like they show up a couple hours. Thing. Like, is it daytime now? Like, doesn't really look like night, you see? Yeah. No, well, it's a twilight look, I guess. Yeah, but look at the light on his arm right now. Look at uh, the bright blue of, of, of the new kid's shirt. I don't think Why this you his shoes was... Off? It's the word continuity. I don't think they did a good job. It's supposed well, to be isn't night. Isn't this like it's... And it's supposed to be outdoors. It's not like parked inside a bigger hangar or something like that. No, they're like they're in a lot. They're outdoors now. Arizona uh, gets weather, gets rain, but most of the time it's pretty dry and hot. Gucci gang, Gucci gang. So they're gonna look out the window. You wow. see how it's light out the window? It's daytime. <laughs> it's twilight. It's dusk. It's dusk. It's that magic hour. Look at the guys. Uh, yeah. Sleeping finger got up my ass. Right. Goose just goosed him. He got goosed. 
Let me. Achoo! Actually, I didn't play it. This is oh, pretty funny. Up. He he goes. Um, he sneezes, and the oh, one good brother about. starts to stir and says, "What was that?" And then he goes, "Shut up!" <laughs> you know, as if he's like one of the Donnellys. And the kid just falls right back to sleep. That's it. That's the funniest joke. Uh, I appreciate now, you telling me. He just put an exploding cigar in Pa Donnelly's uh, sports coat. You see the mouse traps. Yeah. Marbles. Oh, and the marbles. Finally, the caulking is done. Here's the keys. Maybe it's dawn. Maybe it's hey, uh, Where's the stuff in the bag? I threw it on the ground. You the marble, all the marbles, all the marbles. All right, let's go. Now we'll set them on fire, Tee. Now I, I was wrong. I'm so sorry. Um, they are not at their car lot. They are parked in front of the zoo to protect it. They're they're waiting until it's theirs. So wait a minute, they kicked out Ben Vereen so they can take a spot? Well, you know, I mean, this represents money, right? It, it It's the building. Well, so now that he's going to drive off, this is such a strange movie. Yeah, I know. I and who do they get to do it? Uh, they get the little kid because yeah. those fools caught well, up. They're breaking the window. They caulked up the door so they can't get in. You bonehead. So the little kid has to do it. But he can't get out, right? Unless he pops out of the window like he popped in. Right. But he can easily pop out. He's going to drive again. Ow, my toe! He knows how to drive. Mousetrap! No, that's kind of the joke here. He doesn't know how to drive, but he has to be the one to do it. Listen, all I can say is that Kevin from Home Alone would know how to drive. Yeah. He would set the movie traps up. The wet bandits would trip on the marbles. That kid knew everything. That He, he that, did good. The new kid just did his own stunt. Yeah, I saw that. That was dangerous. Pretty cool. That's stupid, too. Why, that's it's that, a fire hydrant. That's got to be a movie stunt hydrant. Look, it's of a different color. It was yellow, and now it's green. Really? The internet didn't tell me to look for that continuity error. I'm pretty sure I, it was green the thing that popped up. I would say rewind, but that would be tor I would get arrested for torture. <laughs> Help! We're dying. They, they're They're pathological. Like I said in the beginning of the movie. So they take out the car battery. They puncture the tires. They throw away the keys, so they can't drive their van back there. Oh, you got to do something with the tracking. Yeah, th this is clearly they video. They so much pain. Like, that's an insane stunt to fill a car up with water. I'm sure when they were writing it, they were like, this is going to be great. Now they're like, Ben Vereen, Ben Vereen, and look who's in bed with them. It's the nurse. Great. Way to go, Ben Vereen. Nurse me back to health. 
Lindner's. Now he's doing his I'm a drunk stuff. Okay, so the dad goes to wake up the kid, but huh? It's a pillow. Let me check on my daughter. Is that a drone behind him? It's the FBI behind you. It's a little black helicopter. <laughs> it's a black helicopter. Damn, baby, because it's a Zaga helicopter. Get the hold of Melissa. That is foreshadowing. So he looks at the diary. Now he knows where they are. So this is the final talk Ben Vereen into doing it. Uh, let's get this, you know, get your uh, uh, car back to the lot so you can claim squatter's rights. But for some reason, the car kind of like doesn't work or something. They got to push it. You'll see. Well, the good news so far here in Act 3 is there's only 16 minutes left. That's the best part of Act 3? <laughs> well, Carl, you know, we're having connection problems throughout. Like, when we listen to this episode, it's going to be kind of rough tide. So I do apologize to the audience. I, I apologize for this show. No, no, I don't. I never apologize for the show. But if we had to watch a bad movie with a bad connection, this would be the night. Yeah, right. Whoa. So what we're learning now is they learned how to fight. See, Ben, come on. We're on your side, Ben. Don't quit on us. <coughs> we know how to fight now, Ben. Wow. You, did you guys self-train with your own montage? That's exactly what they did. Hey, Carl. Yes. Audience, I want to say that the internet trouble is all on Mike's side. I am plugged into the router. This is all me. It's all me. It's all me. It's unstable the whole night. <laughs> We still want this episode out. Listen, January, we're watching uh, Playing for Keeps, and then yeah. we're watching The Zoo Gang. And then for the rest of the year, I promise, no silly, like, kids really? the bars. Well, I doubt it. I'll find another one. <laughs> it's kind of like the theme of your we show. We just got out of high school. Well, that was the thing. Is like Sometimes you get obsessed by movies, and you like you watch a movie about a bunch of spoiled white kids who get this stuff at Rock Hotel. Why do you, you see that, Mike? What do you mean, spoiled white kids? Why do you run them down because they're white? You did that before on well, Munchies, too. Oh, the white well, I, kid. Uh, aren't you white? Uh, listen, I, yeah, I know, but that's what, that's what pisses me off. It's like, hey, you're white and you have an income. What, here's a disposable income movie you could watch. It's a fantasy where you own a club or you meet a magical friend who becomes your best friend. Right. And it's like, I just feel like just the worst idea possible, you know, like, you know, I don't need, I'm going to pass, you know. But, okay, so, but so if know. they weren't white, then you would, would still be a go with movie. it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'll say, well, no, I just, I just feel like, you know, they, they, oh, the white guy will be our target market. He, uh, he'll love a talking munchie. You know, like I just—I don't know. Now that's Roger but Corman, kids... and I think he was just trying to get a movie out. I don't think you know. Uh, everybody has a story, you know. I—I I don't know. I—I I don't know why it's six years old. Okay, you see, Donnelly's cigar blows up. They get the payoff from that joke. Right. 
Well, yeah, right, because he swapped it. Was he able to get that cigar even though it was inside that van? Oh, what are they doing to Ben Marie? They're trying to stop him, and it's going to be sort of successful. Do, 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 boing. It's like Donkey Kong. Do, 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 do. The thing is, Jump how did Donnelly's enlist all of these, uh, you know, like white trash people to stop they call, Ben Vereen? They called like the Arizona stunt team union. You guys got 20 minutes? Come on down. We're shooting on our street. All right, we're over. End of the line. End of the line. Uh-oh. Walking tall. So basically the truck, the, the you know, his little van, it's, it's stuck. And the whole point is he's got to get it onto the lot before the day count is over, which is like now. So it's all going to be before the last second, can they? Oh, whoa, whoa. racist guy just ran a red light. Yeah. And he's carrying a tiki torch. What? No, the father. He was right. carrying a tiki torch. Yeah, remember when, the, anyway. When the, yeah, tiki torch. Okay, Big I'll take tiki your word for it. I didn't see that. Anytime I ever watch this. Okay, so is this hilarity? I mean, we're basically seeing like. It's slapstick. It's, it's Jackie yeah. Chan choreography. No, it's pretty. It's like kid movie. This is like pre-days Home Alone when it comes to cartoon violence for certain. When was Home Alone? 90s? Early 90s? 90. Yeah. It was probably 90. Or might have been 91. I think there was a war going on. That's probably why it was so popular. We okay, so Pa Donnelly gets frowny faces because, like, they're starting to have some success now, they're starting to beat off the thugs. That right. doesn't mean that the car can get out yet, but you see, they're working on that too. So, even the little kid, uh, is successful with his yeah. car. Today. I hope to fight now. Whoa, kid. cartwheel kid kid. power. Wow. Oh, look, he turned into the camera. These guys are like little Jackie Chans. That's right. I feel like I'm watching six Jackie Chan movies at once. Jackie Chan driving the van. Jackie Chan kicking someone in the nuts. Oh, they pulled that guy off the uh, hood of the car. Yep. These stunts are nuts, Carl. I know, and sometimes the real actors uh, are doing it. Yeah. You know what it kind of reminds me of? We watched uh, Shaft in Africa, and towards sure the end, did. like, the stunts were getting super fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, they were throwing smoke bombs in, like, a prison or something. And, like a Right. Uh-oh. Oh, the gloves are off and the teeth are out. Teeth are out. Chatterbox. <laughs> Love that film. <laughs> out of gas. That's right. The goose is going to get you. Uh-oh. Come on, wrestlers. Yeah. Wrestle. We'll hit you with this bottle. I found it on the street. 
Ben oh, Creighton's getting a lot of love here. Street too. A lot of nice hugs. He found her on a the street empty. He probably drank it. Oh, right. Oh, wow, he's choking children. Now look, Let's Pa Kobe. Donnelly's got a gun now, a serious ass gun. And it's day of time. Don't make us buy you a make us buy you a bottle. Ba, uh, the the dad's coming to the rescue. <clears throat> no tiki torch in sight. I called my boys. I went online and the militia's coming to join us. Yeah, right. Ah, there's a ghost driving that car. Oh, no, it's just you, Hurley. Hiya, Chop. Wow. Whoa, he's running rings around Goose. Come on, yeah. Duck, duck, Goose. Duck, duck, Goose. I, t I told you to duck, Goose. I told you twice, asshole. Bong! Ooh. Don't punch a woman like that. That's nuts. <laughs> Women don't have nuts, Mike. Oh, well, I mean... Oh. Yeah. Metaphorically. Oh, watch! There's a, oh, this nuts... The One of the twins gets it in the nuts. <coughs> nuts. Do you think the other twin felt it? Yeah, because they did. It's what not ghost pain. What's it? Uh, they are connected that way. Oh, but for some reason, it kind of doesn't. So they're going to have to everybody push it. And that's going to be our big finale. Thank goodness. Nope. Now it's not working again. What a piece of shit car. How did they even drive through this car the whole time? They only have, you know, they, it's 10 o'clock, so they've got like five minutes at this point. And as an audience, we have, what, eight more minutes? We have I'm seven, yeah. See, they're pushing, but it's not enough. So it's everyone is going to be pushing this. this car. It was it looked easy at Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, it's the car. Bang, zoom. Whoa. You know, I'm wearing my 3D glasses, so I could really feel that punch. <laughs> now, the cops suddenly like the kids and don't like the Donnelly brothers anymore. So they are not doing their coply duties of arresting people. So, you know, everyone gets involved, and they're all going to get that uh, uh, RV onto the lot. What do you call that thing? Camper? It's a camper, yeah. It's like, a, oh, it's like maybe a, a FUD van, an FV. One minute left. One minute left. We're going to push it. It's sort of like a song playing. We could do, we could push the car a block. He's really shooting. Yup. Guy's stupid. He's going to, oh. in front of the cops, he's going to kill Ben Vereen. Really? What a weird turn. Uh-oh. Yeah. And he shoots his own blimp. His son stabbed him. And stabbed he finally got to use his switchblade. But it was on my own father's ass. 
the bad guys get theirs now. <laughs> Whoa! We could do it. We could push our van. <laughs> Man, there are people, they're just getting the shit fucked up. I yeah. have to say, the directors must have a lot of fun setting this up, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't I know. They they come... A great, great, you know, they're doing a great thing here. Here comes the dad to save the day. Oh, and he pushes the, he, he crashes in there, pushes it, and it touches. 30 seconds left. Assuming the clock tower's right. Yeah, well, I'm sure the rest of the militia is up there. In the one in the clock tower. Come what on, do you need Dad. A sniper? Goddamn Japanese cars! Uh oh. Claim notice ripped off. Yay! Happy New Year for all acquaintance. We did it. Kids live. Yay. Now we can all go to the zoo. Did you see that blimp crash in New yeah. Jersey? That was, oh, they never go there. Oh, they... oh, the humanity. This is the worst disaster of ever. Oh, look out there. Now the nurse is still inside, as far as I know. I see, see. Yeah, it's been fun. Is there like a, a Guinness Book of World Record guy or some guy saying you did it? The cops. The cops, that's such bullshit. Look at him run. Tight ass. Now look, the club's back open Yay. and everything worked out. Tiffany Helms. Here comes the end credits. From OC and Stiggs. In 3D. Introducing Skippy. Yay, Mark Frank. Ricky Bobby Jacoby. Yeah, Jacoby, like Jacoby. <laughs> Jacoby. And then Rick, Bobby plays Ricky. Ricky plays Bobby. Ricky Bobby, two first names. The witch. Look how Ben Green gets top billing. And little Joe yeah. and Jackie or uh, Haley is next. Well, he would do that. Yeah, that makes sense. Although, it's, you know. The band was called The Living Dolls, the credits just told me. I never bothered to look that up. They were so bad, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. They used to open all the time. Yeah? Yeah, they opened for you, too, during the zoo tour. They opened for you, too? Wow. Yeah, during the zoo TV tour or whatever. They were like, you guys ever see the zoo gags with us? Yeah, they opened for me and they opened for you too. Well, on that note, Carl, that has been <laughs> the Zoo Gang on awful, a very awful. It's bad as my internet connection tonight. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was awful. It was just pure. Those kids deserve to be spanked. You know? Now, there was a lot of effort that went into this film. There was a lot of, you know, the stunts. And the, uh, I mean, I'm sure that the director, producer, writers were like, this is going to be great. 
Uh, well, the stunts were, I mean, it was cartoonish. I mean, you have this film, I guess it's kind of grounded. Kids have a community center they got to save from the land developer. But this time it's a magical vacant space that has a full-on barn band. Right. And then, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, I haven't even touched this film. I, I don't know. It, it was It was pretty bad. Full-on hot dog bar. Well, yeah, that's the thing. So it's kind of grounded in reality, but it isn't. And then when the action scenes, it's completely disconnected, you know, like just genuine. So you can't fall off a building unless you're John Wick. I, I can't stress <laughs> it enough. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was bad. And I feel ashamed that we did it, but we got rid of it. You know, <laughs> January is the month typically where the theaters release all the shit because they no one goes out. It's a little different this year. No one's going out, but uh, you know, it, it, uh, so that's the reason why we had this show today in in January. Just get all the crappy movies out of the way for the year. Yeah, I don't ever want to even think about that movie again. Ooh, that was bad. Oh, there's all the music performed by Bobby Ricky. <laughs> for two seconds, Pat Benatar was. Uh, you could hear her song "Hit Me with Your Best Shot." And I don't see it listed here. It was probably just a mistake. Yo, it's a, you ever have the soundtracks where they like someone drives by and there's like hit me with your best shot, and then the soundtrack is like the full four minute song. Right. Hey, congratulations! Uh, special thanks, to RC Cola. Appreciate the drinks. Well, that has been the Zoo Gang on a very disjointed LWAFLMOIT. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I gotta apologize, Carl. What the hell? Well, uh, you know, it's your show, and this is the kind of uh, thing you do, and uh, you know, it's all right. So next week we decided, like, you know, this movie was pretty bad. So I decided to. Well, we we agreed that uh, next week Carl will pick the movie uh, to make the up for the switcheroo. The old switcheroo. So, uh, Carl, uh, what movie did you pick? I picked Going Bananas 1987, and you will do the research, and I will be the audience. Going oh, I bananas. love it. Going Bananas 1987, the greatest film ever. Uh, <laughs> do you have a trailer set up, or would you like to perform yes. the trailer? All There's right. a trailer. It is from, oh gosh, this channel's so hard to say. Cinema X-U-N-G-A. Second word, G-A-R-I-M-P-E-I-R-O. Just put in Going Bananas 1987 trailer and find the channel that starts Cinemax Cinema. Unga. All and slide right. it back to zero, zero, zero. Oh, I see. Exactly. Oh, Cinema Zunga. I'm sorry. I can't even read my phone. Uh, all right, yeah, uh, guys, just give me the call. Three, two, one, go. Canon Films. Yeah, Canon Video. Oh, uh, I think this was a, yeah, you know, I don't know if this was, I've always seen this on video or on basic cable. Wow, they're just going bananas. This yeah. is not the movie I'm thinking of. Were you thinking of going berserk? Maybe with uh, the the Saturday uh, with the um, Second City TV crew. I was thinking of going berserk. Damn it! I was so excited to do going berserk. All right, let's find out if it's on YouTube. I don't think it is. That's why I was surprised. This movie looks ridiculous. 
<laughs> the the monkey talks. Yeah, his name great. is uh, Zira. His name is Cornelius. Oh my God, they're they're wearing colonial hats. <laughs> it's safari right. hats. Yeah, all right. That monkey's in like half the movie trailer. Well, he's a talking monkey. It's that's the big deal about the movie. Wait a minute. There's a Osmond movie. Donnie and Marie had a movie, and I think it was called Going Bananas too. Oh, because it had the guy's a monkey suit. Yeah, and there's the guy from Inspector Clouseau. What Herbert from Herbert yeah. Lum? Yeah, Twitch face. Tom Delaware. Yeah, this is he is Munchie. He is Munchie. All right, I guess uh, Jal is accepted, Carl. Give it to me. What you got, uh, Kenneth Film? So now, week... do you want to look for going berserk? Let's look for it. All right, before my phone battery dies out on me. Going. Uh, going away. I don't know how to spell berserk. Oh, it's easy. B E so like it sounds. B E Z. No, B E R S E R K. B E Z. Oh wait. It's not so easy. Uh, going berserk buy or rent on YouTube. No, thank you. Yeah. Going berserk scene. Theatrical trailer. Yeah, I guess we're not gonna find. It's all right. You know what? That that movie has a. It it's more yeah. episodic. There's some good. There's some funny bits, but there's some funny parodies. But the movie drags. Okay, going bananas then. Going bananas. All 1987. Right. Looking forward to it. Damn it! Not looking forward to it at all. <laughs> I've right, already but referred to a hope. week off of not doing the research. Oh my goodness! Thank goodness. Oh my. Yeah. Goodness. Oh, I'm glad I'm doing the safari movies. Thanks, Carl. Uh, and uh, thank you, audience, for putting up with us this week. And uh, Carl, as always, thank you so much. This has been great. Thank it's you. Been a lot of fun. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, audience. We're sorry. <laughs> That's. A Michael Spiegel, Spiegel, man, manana. I might have gone to a wrong chord there. Okay. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michaels, Spiegel, Man, and Carl. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Very important acronym. It's Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Car Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Da da da. Da 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 da. Hey, I'm local comedian Edna Mira Rea, known for my sketch comedy show Edna in a Bottle. 
I also happen to be a monologue queen, y'all. Yes. So when I'm not joking about the state of humanity, I am telling stories. Just like I do in my solo show, Alters for My Alters, where all the characters in my head try to conquer me for stage time. That's right, you better put me on. Leave her alone. Where am I? It won Best of SF Fringe and it's broke-ass steward approved. And I'm screening my solo show on February 5th because it's my birthday. So we're having a drum and bass party afterward with DJ Flacco. Drum and bass. Get your tickets to my show, Alters for My Alters, and the dance party afterward at Eventbrite. Just go to eventbrite.com and type in Edna Monologue Queen Turns 35. See you February 5th. Boom, boom, boom. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. 
So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Francisco, what are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary, for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento. At and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside mutinyradio.fm here at 21st and Florida, 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20th in Alabama for Titans of Comedy every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. St. Valentine's Day Mascara streaming live on Facebook Sunday, February 14th 11 a.m. An International Affair hosted by Ms. Noir. Do you crave a carnal comfort? Are you longing for some lecherous lines? Is it seduction from a sultry song that you're seeking? Or would you rather be ravaged by a woman and drive? Care to venture a little voyeuristic versification with this lyrical libertine? Or could this wanton wordsmith maybe look an appetite for an allegorical adultery? Why not slake your literary lustings in a personal one-on-one? St. Valentine's Day Mascara. St. Valentine's Day Mascara. St. Valentine's Day Mascara. 14th of February 2021. 11am PST. Facebook Live. A date for everyone. Hosted by Ms. Noir. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine.
Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive,